Hi, I'm Daniel Budai, and this is the Ecom Show, a podcast where you can learn more about the world of high-performing e-commerce players and marketers. The show is brought to you by the team of Budai Media. Let's grow your e-commerce business together. Hello, everyone. Here is Daniel Budai with another episode of our Ecom Show, and I'm here today with uh, Elena Kostova from uh, SMS Bump, a uh, yacht boat company. And uh, she's from Bulgaria. And today we will talk about SMS marketing and how it can be um, implemented in e-commerce and also about the great success story of uh, her company. Um, so, hey, Elena, how are you today? I feel great. How are you, Daniel? By the way, thank you for the great introduction. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing great. I have some uh, some dizziness or 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 I, I sweat because of the technical difficulties <laughs> uh, to set this up, and um, maybe I will I will try to share it in the event. Yeah, yeah, we we, we can try that. So people that let's have more people who can. I think I can share it. Yeah. Currently, like I, you know, we all grow up with that technology, but with its advancements, every day something new is coming up. Sometimes I feel that even I'm too old for to keep up with all the technology. It's uh, it's really funny. Yeah. yeah, we are in marketing, and we work in you know very tech related things, but still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's that's the fun in life, you know. Like we have to be able to. Just enjoy yeah. those moments and just, I don't know, learn from it. <laughs> At least you learn every day something. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So I could share it in the event. Amazing. It's great. I will just add the description so everyone knows what we are mm-hmm. talking about. Et voila. Where are you at the moment? In Bulgaria or somewhere else? Yeah, I'm uh, currently I'm in Sofia, Bulgaria, um, enjoying the big snowstorm we had in, uh, during the weekend. I don't know how is the weather currently in uh, Hungary, but here it's it's super cold. It's like it was almost minus ten degrees the last few days. So we are minus ten Celsius. Yeah, exactly Celsius, exactly. Wow, here it was the same, even minus 20, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, winter is finally here. Like the past few months were a little bit warmer, but now it's um, it's definitely getting yeah. colder, yeah. Okay, so it's shared. I hope everyone can see it. But if you are listening to us and you you don't find it, or actually, if you are listening to us, you already found it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, but let's talk about SMS. So <clears throat> please uh, first tell us more about yourself a bit and how how um, did you end up in in SMS Pump and when was it? I'm really curious. Yeah, uh, so I started in the company a year and a half ago. I think it was. Um, 
I was previously working in another tech startup and um, the idea of working in the SMS industry was really exciting for me. It was really new. I think a, a lot of us as a marketers don't really consider even SMS as a channel. Like we think of it as something no. very like even, yeah, one year ago, it wasn't, it wasn't that special or it was just like starting to boom. So I was like really excited to join the industry and see it from the inside, how things are made. And I'm really happy I did because with everything that happened, we saw also the SMS uh, as a marketing channel, channel explode. Like I think it became like currently it's almost something normal in the States. I think in Europe, it's a little bit slower to take off, but I'm yeah. definitely, seeing more and more people uh turning to it as a viable channel and like learning how to use it in really meaningful ways like you know as opposed to how i would say sms marketing was done maybe 20 years ago where you'd have you know those mass messaging those all those um unpersonalized texts and currently we see this really established infrastructure where people try to build relationships with uh, their customers try to be really personalized in their approach and like to really segment and send messages that are relevant to to the customers yeah. so yeah that's uh, that's how and why i ended up in this industry and this amazing company i'm i'm really grateful for uh experiencing that journey just like you know on the front seat seeing everything how it happens um so yeah that's that's about me in short yeah that's amazing how big is the team at the moment sms pound yeah uh currently we are i would like to say maybe 40 uh in the team uh our marketing team is still like smaller we are six people in total i would say of course we are also working really closely with uh now we've been acquired by Yelp, so we are working really closely with the rest of the team based in Israel and also in New York. But like the core of the SMS marketing team is located in Sofia, Bulgaria. And we grow a lot. I don't know how is it with uh, in your team, because I think now with the whole lockdown and everything, it's, it's really strange because you cannot just keep in touch with all the people that start just because you don't see them every day. So it... Um, it really feels surreal how we are growing, but you don't like in the end of the day, you're alone at home. So it's, um, it's, it's really interesting dynamic. I don't know how you, if you yeah. also feel the same, but it's definitely felt in our yeah, team. Yeah, I, I remember in December when Mihail was in our podcast and a few um, other people from other companies, we discussed this, if there were real winners of this situation or at least, yeah or we can use this word, probably it's not the right word to use because, you know, many people, they lost their jobs and all of that. But um, compared to many other industries like tourism, air, the, you know, airline companies and um, and many other things, hotel chains, e-commerce, it's um, it has a very good situation. And uh, yeah, um, I think it, it grew by 20% or something like that in one year, which is crazy. So for us um, and for my company, for everyone, I think it was a, it was a positive, you know, a positive outcome, basically, uh, what happened. Uh, we also grew from now we are 17. We, I think one year ago, we was last January, 
we were like seven, eight people, something like that. So we could also grow. Um, yeah, very, very interesting dynamic indeed. Um, yeah. And uh, also I'm curious, I'm also curious, you know, um, why people use certain channels and how they adapt in general. And uh, what do you think, why in the US it's more uh, relevant or more popular than in Europe? Uh, the SMS is a channel. That that's a very good question. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Of, like from what I've seen and from what I've heard from also customers and merchants, um, I think in Europe we are more uh, concerned with, with our personal personal data and with personal space. Like we yep. pay much more attention about you know this is our like phones. We take it as something really personal. You don't share your phone number with just anyone. And yeah. um, I think in the States, that's this boundary be between the personal and like the business communication, it's much lower. So that's why it's, um, it, it's growing that much faster in the States compared to in Europe. And I also think that in Europe, a lot of merchants simply perceive it as something that might be, might, might feel uh, foreign or spammy. Yeah. Of course, this is not the case. I think SMS marketing went down properly, went down with the right way. It's, it's never spammy. It can be just as a helpful tool to reach out to your customers. But I think it's like those prejudice that uh, need some more time to, actually be dealt with or like for the merchants to realize how beneficial actually sms marketing can be for their growth yeah i understand and also the the laws are different in i think in the in europe it's much more regulated we have the gdpr and we have different things um so yeah and yeah i i talk with you know many merchants every day and uh, i can see that europeans are more um, they think it's more intrusive um americans they just care less or you know they don't think it's spammy it's just a cultural thing maybe very interesting um and so tell me why should i use sms <laughs> what's the main what's the main thing yeah um i think one of the main reasons uh why sms is so great it's that it's direct it has no spam folder and you know that all those messages are actually going to be seen like i don't know which type of person you are, like if you're the in inbox zero one or with the thousand unopened messages, I must say me personally, I'm a person that don't like to send out and read emails and I find chat communication via be it WhatsApp, even SMS, like much more casual and much more direct. Like you don't, you don't perceive it as something that's scary and official. And I think that that's why it, this channel is really amazing, like to reach uh, older generations, but old, also the younger ones, just because of its conversational and natural manner. And in the end of the day, what we are seeing is that because it's a channel which is not that highly adopted, like you don't get bombarded with thousand SMS messages with uh, advertising, it's so effective. Like people, people actually do open, read, and convert via this channel. Like we are seeing. ROI around of around 40 times and like really good click-through rates of I think between uh, 20-40% depending on like the messages, the campaigns. So I think that's definitely what makes this channel stand out and um, yeah, makes it makes it also so yeah. successful. You cannot really open, you cannot really measure the open rates, but uh, 
it's like 90% or closer to 100%. Everyone reads SMS and click rates are very high as well. What I usually say when anyone asks me why it's great is it's because probably it has the highest ROI from all marketing channels. I, I always type tell people that you won't get rich because usually email generate more or Facebook ads, mm-hmm. you know, but the ROI is, is the highest, like almost all the time. It's like 30, 40, 50 times, which is, which is great. Um, and yeah, I think it's just um, super um, helpful for customer retention and, and all of that. And um, if I want to uh, implement SMS for my e-commerce business, then how should I get started? What would be the first things to do? Yeah, that's my favorite question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So um, I'll say, first of all, it's really important to know that SMS marketing is a highly regulated uh, communications channel. As we already said, uh, it's it's really personal. Like basically you reach people to their most personal place, their their mobile phones. And um, that's why we have really strict regulations both in Europe and also in the States. So depending on where your business is based and where your customers are, make sure that first you uh, like understand the regulations. Like for example, in Europe, the, the rules that apply are the GDPR. You have to make sure that you let customers know what they are signing up for. So they have to know upfront that they are signing up for your SMS marketing platform. They have to agree on that. The same applies also for the States. Yeah. There, the regulations are the so-called GDPR, uh, G, sorry, CTPA and uh, TCPA, yeah. and um, uh, yeah. So make sure to know where your customers are based. Make sure to always let them know that they actually are subscribing to your SMS marketing platform. That's always a rule one. The second thing that you should always uh, start with is to actually collect subscribers. That's because in the end of the day, your SMS marketing platform is going to be as successful as the amount of customers you can reach to. Um, and here, what's really important is just to, once you know, understand your customer where they usually spend most of their time, for example, if they're like Generation Z or why um, then make sure that you, you know, like, convert them via Instagram and those typical channels. If they're more traditional, uh, like if they respond better on pop-ups, then you can like use pop-ups to do that, keywords. You can even collect subscribers at checkout. So make sure that you have several different subscriber collection tools to build up a like substantial list and also an engaged list. So like make sure to, you know, send a message or two every now and then so they are like, um, they know that you're still there for them. You still have some attractive offers. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think from there on, it's just actually the fun part. Like once you have subscribers and, you know, you follow all the regulations, then it's like, you know, you set up all the key automations. I actually personally, I'm a really big believer of automations, like both uh, like uh, in terms of um not only SMS marketing, but in general, simply because they allow us to set up those complex flows. You know, you welcome the customer, ask them relevant questions, then you can, uh, you know, upsell an item when they make a purchase. I think this is what makes SMS marketing so successful is that you can really reach those customers at that essential touch point and really nudge them to convert. Like, 
I'm sure that everyone who has already heard about SMS marketing know the, about the amazing recovery rates of abandoned carts. So that's yeah. definitely a must. I think um, like that's one SMS marketing one-on-one. -on -one. Start with abandoned carts. Yeah, um, exactly. I just wanted to say the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really it's really great, and I think it really converts amazingly. And from there on, I think it's really important just to have a substantial strategy. Think about the e-commerce events. Like for example, now Women's Day is approaching. Think about creating a special campaign for your female purchasers, like celebrate with them, give them relevant discounts. I think it's really no different than I would say SM, uh, email marketing or even your Facebook ads. I think it's yeah. the 360 type of marketing that you have to always apply and like use just different channels to achieve like to kind of strengthen your strategy like definitely always mix channels so don't rely just on sms just on email or pay that combine everything together create a coherent message and use all those different channels to reach to the relevant audience like definitely yeah yeah exactly multi-channel or omni-channel um, yeah. yeah, and I, when I um, start talking with someone and they don't have SMS marketing yet or not fully implemented, but they already started uh, diving into it or they already played with it, I can, o I can always hear that, uh, man, we have an amazing abundant uh, or um, cart recovery uh, ratio with SMS. So everyone, probably everyone starts with that and uh, everyone should start with that. And then um, you should set up more and more. Um, also, I think, you know, once you have the list, you usually have a great ROI, but uh, it's always a big question how to get subscribers. And you already mentioned a few. Mm, I think that's probably the most important besides the messaging. So. Um, abandoned cart or you can create pop-ups with uh, with SMS bump. I think inside the software you can build uh, pop-ups as well. Um, and uh, you can create separate landing pages. We also add the link of the landing page into the emails so people can subscribe. So there are many ways to do that and um, the more ways you have the, the better. Um, yeah and what can we expect from SMS bump in the in the near future? I, I for example, I know uh, Ricard, uh, the messenger um, chatbot yeah. company. They will uh, they will expand and they will do more uh, channels, not just uh, messenger. And uh, what can we expect from from SMS bump? Um, yeah. And also, I know you became a Yotpo company uh, exactly one year ago. So I know Yotpo, they, um, this company does a lot of things. Um, and SMS became just one part. They do loyalty programs, review programs. And uh, what else can we expect uh, from SMS one? Yeah. So um, definitely a lot of exciting things are coming. Um, but I think one of the major things that that's everyone would notice is that like we, when we joined uh, Yotpo, we joined also with this bigger purpose of creating this 
360 uh, degree marketing services for uh, e-commerce businesses. And that's definitely the direction that we are going. Currently, we want to really uh, create powerful synergies, synergies between all the different products. So uh, making, uh, you know, even easier review requests or boosting loyalty with like such a direct channel such as um, SMS, but also actually combining all the data we are seeing, like we can, we, yeah, we have in the different platforms together to actually create really strong customer profiles. Because in the end of the day, I think we are seeing it also as a big trend in marketing. It everything goes towards personalization. It's yeah. uh, really important to know what customers like and who are your customers to be able to successfully reach to them and to engage with them. And this is our goal as, as a company to actually sit, like create these big synergies between the different products and enrich the information that we are currently having about our customers to work with AI to really create those really narrow segments and to allow our merchants to reach their customers in a really personalized and like meaningful way as opposed to you know saying like, hey we have a sale here bye you know like it, it's also yeah. great like don't understand me wrong it's also a good way to uh do marketing but uh, i believe the future is just about meaningfully collecting all those data points and like having this bigger picture of the customer and like really reaching to them where it matters more so most so that's that is definitely our goal. This is where we are aiming to go um, and just becoming this synergetic, big uh, and deeply interconnected company. Um, yeah. In terms of, yeah, sorry. Yeah, carry on. Now, what I want to say is also in terms of SMS marketing, as I said, segmentation is definitely uh, something we are working on, but also like even deeper ways to personalize the messages and to uh, create those one-on-one -on -one conversations. Like last year, we already um, released something called uh, conversational flows, which even allow you to to mimic the ways of how uh, messenger bots work, you know, where you have some preset messages so you can ask questions depending on what they answer, mm -hmm. then uh, you can tailor the response so they can, you can set preset responses. So like you can have those really conversations, but with uh, like almost real life conversations, but it, like with uh, done with SMS. I understand. Uh... <laughs> One minute, sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course. Sorry, some family things. Of course, of course. <laughs> it never happened in a live stream, but that's reality. <laughs> that's the real. That's the life, you know. With uh, COVID and working from home, that's the that's a yeah. new reality. It happens, of course. <laughs> so back to um, back to SMS and Yotpo. So um, we use both tools with clients, but uh, what I haven't we we haven't really dived deep into this. How the two 
tools or the different tools are connected. So if I have data in SMS bump about a customer, how can I migrate this into um, the loyalty app of your sport review app or, or how does it work? Um, well, current uh, like how things currently work is we are actually because let's say let's take the example of reviews. Um, basically, how we, how things are currently connected is you know reviews is a really great way to actually boost uh, the trustworthiness of your store. So what's what's really important is to to collect information or to create customer feedback in the most natural and like quick way. And this is where like the synergy between, let's say, our reviews product and SMS comes into play. Basically, you can send out mobile review requests. And when the customer just like, you know, receives the message, they can click on it. They can make a picture or like they can type in their review. And it all happens like really comfortably with just using SMS as opposed to, you know, having receiving the email like on your phone, but then having to go to your computer and all those like, uh, tedious processes. Yeah. So we really try to shorten the path currently uh, and uh, yeah, just utilize SMS as the go-to channel for boosting reviews or even loyalty as well. Yeah, just today in the morning, I had a conversation with an English company and uh, they want to achieve eight figure within two years. Um, they just, it's, a, it's still a new company, it's a startup yeah. company a D2C brand and uh, we discussed different loyalty uh, apps and uh, we discussed three of them. Um, I think it's not a problem to tell their names. So Smile.io, uh, Loyalty Lion and Yodpo. And uh, they will use Yodpo and a big part of this decision was that uh, they have SMS as well. And the, you know there are many things in the system and and it's all within Yotpo and the owner really liked it so this um you know one platform thing that's great and uh and they can use sms loyalty referrals i think ugc as well so exactly. that's all great yeah yeah i truth to be told like i like you also work a lot with customers and uh like you know you execute all those marketing strategies but personally how i see marketing evol like evolving in the next five to ten years is mm -hmm. having all those you know automated flows where you create a you know seamless um customer journeys with all the different tools i think the future of marketing is Give, giving the ability of all the different tools that merchants traditionally use to speak with each other and like you know like i don't know if you have heard like something like i think alloy does and there are other platforms that simply connect all those different touch points integrate with different apps and allow you to set up a flow once and then you simply forget about it like you just like yeah. make money out of it uh and it's you know it's all automated like i don't know how, like think you're even better person to talk about this, but I really feel that this is the future. Yeah, I agree. And in, for example, in email marketing, uh, but with SMS as well, we can see that automations, they have a much better revenue per uh, message or per email sent out than uh, campaigns, simply because automations are behavior based. So somebody does something and then they get the right message and it's personalized. Um, 
versus campaigns where you have a big list. You try to segment it, of course, but you cannot, or maybe you don't want to create 200 segments. It's just too you know, much time. And you send you three, four messages if it's Black Friday. If it's not Black Friday, many, many people, they just send to all subscribers. So it's not really personalized. While the automation, it's all behavior-based and it works great. So, so yeah. Um, so, what do you expect in terms of uh, regulations? Um, because in the past few months or even years, we could see many things from tech companies, GDPR. Um, in the US, I think they, I read something, they just banned uh, the shared uh, short codes. Um, probably it's worth to talk about it for a minute as well. Um, but yeah, so what what is this short code thing, and uh, <laughs> and what can we expect in the next few months or years? Yeah. What is the direction now? Yeah. So while I'm not the biggest expert on short codes, what I can say also in short is that basically shared short codes was the way how SMS marketing started several years ago. And from there on, a lot of things changed. Like, essentially, the goal of the mobile carriers and also with all the regulations, as I said, the TCPA with the GDPR is um, to not create um, a communications channel which is spammy and intrusive. And because SMS marketing is so personalized, they, it's like really highly regulated. Yeah. Uh, so what the problem with short, with shared short codes is that you kind of mix the channels of communication. So if you're a big company and uh, like, for example, if you're a big platform offering SMS marketing services and you have just two or three uh, shared short codes, this means that the chances are high that one customer can receive different communications from different brands on that same number. So if they reply uh, to one of those companies, you you end up not knowing which of the which you know you kind of mix all the conversations yeah. together and it's confusing it's not personalized it doesn't work well it's um it's also intrusive for the customer and that's why we even ours ourselves as a company even almost almost i think it was a year ago we already started uh moving away from this uh shared short codes and started working with uh, a different system where everyone is assigned their personalized number uh where um you you're sure you have 100 percent personalized communication the, your number doesn't change meaning that the customer can actually save your number so you can you know establish even better like even stronger brands uh, and like have those meaningful conversations with customers. Right now, what's happening in the States uh, is, uh, first of all, like those regulations on the shared short codes, but also um, in terms of subscription, they're making uh, like, I think it was the CTIA and also the mobile operators like T-Mobile and AT&T, uh, they just published some new best practices where they uh, really advise their customers to uh, basically make sure that every time someone subscribes via website-based tool, be it pop-up, checkout, or uh, landing page, that they actually double opt-in to make sure that only all those, the relevant people that really want to be subscribed end up in your list. Because, you know, 
I'm sure it also happened to you sometimes when typing something, maybe you mistyped, you know, right. the wrong number, or uh, sometimes you just like put fake number because you don't want to put a real one. And to make sure that uh, our me, by the way, I, I do it like I, I always mistype my number yeah. uh, purposefully like five times a day when <laughs> to, like two hours ago, I just got conference tickets and I just mistyped my number. Like, don't bother me. Yeah, but exactly. anyway, maybe I'm just a bad guy, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, uh, for example, if now a merchant sends you a marketing message, it might end up in a completely different person or it might just not be, it might not just be sent out. So we have to be yeah. really careful about that. So to actually put greater regulations on that, um, now something called the double opt-in is also being implemented in the SMS marketing world uh, for, for, the, for the states currently. And it just really, it's a really great tool that allows you to make sure that all the customers that end up in your list are first of all like you collected them compliantly then there those people are engaged because they had to reply something back once they received your question hey do you want to be my subscribers like they had to actually proactively say yes i want to be part of your list so this means that they're engaged they want to receive your emails uh they're most likely to convert and um in the end of the day like you like it helps you build those amazing uh, active lists of people which are gonna in the end of the day convert and make sales so i see this as um yeah that's the latest those are the latest updates and i see this as being the normal maybe also in europe in several years maybe yeah. i think yeah, in yeah. europe the regulations are moving a little bit slower just because the need is not that great but i'm seeing this as a yeah, as something that's going to become the new normal in several years in the world wide. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, you know, even not marketers, uh, I remember um, they showed to me like years ago that they got a message from Vodafone and from T-Mobile and from different companies marketing messages and all message, all text messages, they came from the same number. And uh even not even old people or not marketers who are not very tech savvy people, they told me that, oh, look, this number is for marketing or this number is from promotions. And um, yeah, if, also if I understand correctly, so short code is what you can see as the sender phone number, right? Exactly. Because exactly. I, yeah, at first I just didn't know what kind of code, but I realized it's just the name yeah, for this. Short code, I think it's a five-digit number that you see yeah. up there as a sender. And um, like the up until like let's say one year ago, it was a really common practice to have like you know one short one short short codes for several companies, yeah. uh, which really didn't allow you to, as I said, like have people know that it's just one person texting them but it's like you know you say as as uh, as you said yourself like you get different messages from the same number which sometimes is a bit confusing exactly exactly and uh i find it very similar to ips for email marketing but it's a bit different because you as a recipient you cannot see the ip the sender ip so it's a bit different but um 
Yeah, looks like in in the world of SMS, it's very important that everyone has a separate uh, um, sort code or short code. Um, yeah. Um, is there any tip that you would give to e-commerce marketers, business owners for this year uh, in terms of SMS? Any new hack or or anything? Yeah. Um... My tip would be to, um, first of all, plan SMS marketing as part of your overall marketing strategy. Like in the end of the day, it's not that different than your, as I said, in your paid or your email strategy. I think it should combine everything together. Always try to uh, write short. Like don't don't try to write, you know, 5,000 yeah. words, that's not an email. You're doing mm -hmm. an SMS, use 160, 70 characters. That, that's really more than enough. And my advice is just to, instead of sending mass messages for everyone, spend some time to understand your audience, put them into smaller groups based on what they shopped last, based on what they're interested in. Even you can divide them based on their gender and uh, try to send them always relevant offers. So, for example, if, even if you have store-wide sale and you see those people buy shoes, talk talk to them about shoes. Tell them, hey, we have, you know, we have an amazing shoe collections and now the whole site is 50% off. Try to use all those data points and uh, add them to your copy. I'm like, we've seen that conversion rates co uh, improve by 54% when you actually add those personalization elements yeah. and you um segment your customers and like you know reach them uh more in more personalized manner yeah yeah it totally makes sense and i think we can see the same for emails messenger uh, of course for ads as well personalization if you add that then conversion they um it skyrockets um yeah <clears throat> also my tip would be if you can um integrate it with different tools um, because you can share the data between Klaviyo, your email software, your SMS software, your loyalty program, even your messenger chatbot. And um, that's just great. You can um, retarget your uh, subscribers in many different ways. Yes, yeah. I. That's, that's even better than my tip. You know, you should have uh, led the whole conversation. <laughs> No, I uh, 100% I'm, I'm aligned with you. I think especially like there's some really meaningful integrations like with, um, uh, for example, you can um, get customers data like when, when they have their birthdays and you can send them, you know, birthday celebrations. And what I personally, I'm a big fan of this in such type of integrations because it's not about just making money. It's about this personal connection. It's about like nudging them and showing that you actually yeah. are important and you matter. So definitely try to leverage SMS with all your other uh, apps and like ways like retargeting and retention um, products. Yeah. It it really like it's a really synergetic type of product that you can yeah. use for applications. Yeah, so SMS Bump is a very popular and well-known tool, but still I want to ask you, Elena, so if anyone wants to find your company, where they can find you um, yeah. and where they should go to read more about SMS? Uh, definitely check www.smsbump.com. Uh, uh, that's, that's our landing page. You can also always message me. 
Uh, I'm Elena at smsbomb.com. Uh, on our website, you actually you have a really rich uh, blog where we yeah. uh, we update it regularly. Like we have templates for all the upcoming events. We have we, the, this is where you find the latest SMS trends, which is where you find uh, what's happening in the with our product and how you can actually best leverage all of our features. So yeah, come and check it out. We'd be really happy to have you there. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um, you are su super responsive and uh, yeah, um, Elena and their whole team is just, they are just amazing and they are very easy to connect with and they are very helpful. Um, so thanks for coming today, Elena, and sharing all of these tips. And uh, thanks for everyone who listened to us today or later in the podcast. And uh, stay tuned. Every Thursday, we are coming out with a new um, podcast episode, and we have regular live streams. So we are coming with more soon. And thanks again. Thank you for having me. Uh, also, it, it's really great pleasure with working with the whole team. I know we have the Slack channel where we constantly right back and forth. It's a really big pleasure to work with such amazing people. Thank you for inviting me and looking forward to hear the recording. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Ecom Show podcast. If you want to learn more about e-commerce, retention marketing, check out our Facebook group called Top 3% E-commerce Email Marketing or check out our website, thebudaimedia.com. The show is brought to you by the team of Budai Media. See you in our next episode and don't forget our goal. Grow your e-commerce business together.